Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Eric Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business, and I got my battle brother, my brother from another mother, my co-host, Mr. Brian Barefield. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, y'all? How y'all doing this morning? All right, all right, man. So uh, we definitely got to touch a couple of things that have taken place. So this is kind of like a special edition, a uh, quick little uh, quick little news brief or uh, sports brief, I guess you could sit there and say. But uh, I think a couple, you know, some things have transpired this week that I think is our due diligence as uh, one, as black men, and then two, as, you know, sports uh, journalists to kind of just kind of take a deeper dive and definitely just bring up this awareness. Because I think with all the crazy things that have transpired this week, especially with this one topic that we're going to talk about, um, this one individual did not get its due diligence. And uh, I'm just going to go straight into it, BB, and that would be Mr. Eric Reed. Uh, the Carolina Panthers uh, ended up signing Eric Reed uh, yesterday uh, to a one-year deal. Uh, during, he still has his uh, grievance with the collusion case that he has open as well. So um, it looks like the Carolina Panthers, they uh, ended up signing him. Uh, I think for the rest of the year. So it'll be definitely interesting to see, uh, you know, if he's going to be starting this Sunday uh, when they uh, when they go on the field. So what was your take on that, man? I think that it was a great thing to see Eric Reed uh, given an opportunity to be back in the league. I don't know. Um, I mean, we know why he hasn't been playing. But mm-hmm. It didn't make any sense to me that as, as much as um, the NFL teams needed safety help, there was a lot of teams who could who could have used him. Starting at the beginning of the season, they still didn't um, still didn't pick him up, and so, uh, like I said, to see him playing now, man, is uh, something that that, uh, that I, I, I was happy about. That I got a chance to talk to Nick Reed on last year when the San Francisco 49ers came to play the Houston Texans, and you know, I just told him off the record, bro, you're doing some amazing things, and, and you know, believe it or not, um, there are a lot of uh, uh, African American males in general in the city of Houston alone that I know of that that's sticking with you, man, you, uh, it, you know, the cause that said it was one of those things, man. Like I said, when I seen that come across my news flash, I was, I was really happy on today. Uh, his brother, Justin Reed, who is the uh, rookie uh, starting safety for the Houston Texans talked about it in the press conference on yesterday, but on today I'll get a chance to um, pull him to the side and talk to him about it a little bit more. I think that the Carolina Panthers, uh, organization because they're with with the new owner David Tepper going in a better direction than what Jerry Richardson mm-hmm. would have done. I said this yesterday on the show that there's no possible way Jerry Richardson would have brought in Eric Reed just because of who Eric Reed is and just because who Jerry Richardson Facts. is. So, yeah, David Tepper uh, is really changing that organization um, day by day. I like him as an owner. The NFL got it right by making him uh, making him an owner of the Carolina Panthers, but I wish they would have just allowed him to take that statue of Jerry Richardson down in front of the stadium. Yeah, and I was just going to bring it up. I think that this is probably, you know, with the new owner of the Carolina Panthers, he's definitely changed a lot of things already, uh, you know, uh, as far as probably being one of the more uh, – I would say forward thinking owners that they currently have right now in the national football league. Um, as far as, like you said, um, that's the only thing um, that I wish he would have did is just take that stupid statue statue of Jared Richardson down. Um, another thing that he did was, uh, 
he finally took the NFL shield off the 50-yard line and finally put the Carolina Panthers logo, as most teams end up doing, on the 50-yard line. Because I believe Jerry Richardson's reason was no team is bigger than the shield or something like that. And I'm just like, bro, you know, you own this team. You should have pride in your team, but yet you're trying to protect the shield first and foremost as opposed to uh, 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 investing in your team. So it'll definitely be interesting to uh, see what uh, what other moves the new owner ends up doing. But I think he's probably by far the most forward, pro- uh, forward progressive thinking owner probably after the National Football League. So I was definitely happy to see. Uh, I was actually kind of shocked that out of all teams, Carolina picked him up. But like you said, um, this guy's an all-pro. He uh, made the Pro Bowl, I believe, in the 2013 season. Um, and he's been a solid, solid uh, safety as far as um, football pro power index ranking it goes. He's always been on one of the top echelon uh, safeties out there. Um, like you said, we all kind of know why he didn't get signed. But, um, it, it, you know, I know Colin Kaepernick kind of went out, on, you know, went out yesterday and said that he was super-duper happy to see Eric Reed get signed um, for the rest of the year. So um, I'm happy that he got signed. Um, I'm happy that he went to the Carolina Panthers because it definitely kind of uh, kind of shows that, you know, they're trying to do the right thing. Now, let me ask you this, BB. Do you think Eric Reed will drop his case? Uh, no, because um, from what I read, the research that I did uh... – the uh, the Carolina Panthers organization said that one didn't have anything to do with the other. They strictly brought him in um, for football. It was a football decision, so he can still carry on with his collusion case. And I think it's because, you know, I think it's the past. They mm-hmm. colluded against him in, in the past for him not being able to get a job in mm-hmm. that he had. So from what, I, from what I read, he's still able to take it on. I got a question that I need to ask you right quick, Eric. If I'm not mistaken, uh, and like I said, I said this on the show uh, yesterday too. One of the reasons why, uh, one of the reasons that was given to the fans and to the media uh, about Eric Reed not uh, having a job was because his numbers slipped when he played safety. But my thing is this: is, is you have to look at the whole entire picture. He was listed as a safety, but the fact that the San Francisco 49ers lost Chris Borland and they lost Patrick Willis. A lot of times they brought Eric Reed down in the, in, into the box to play mm-hmm. linebacker. Mm-hmm. So that, that would skew his numbers by him coming down there and have to, you know, he's playing a, a totally different position. I just mm-hmm. did not like the way that, uh, that some of the media and a lot of the NFL owners are like, well, he's slipping. He's not a good safety. Well, he can't be a great safety if he's playing linebacker. Right. And not to mention, when you bring that extra man down the box, you know, it's usually nine times out of 10 for the run. But like you said, with Patrick Willis being out, I think Navarro Bowman ended up uh, being shipped out to uh, Oakland last year in the middle of the season. So he, you know, and then the young cat, uh, Bolin, I think, was a guy who retired, and, you know, at 23, 24 years old. So they were very, very thin on the linebacking side as it was. So. Um, Ruben Foster was a rookie too, right? Ruben Foster was a rookie last year as well. So, um, yeah, when you bring that extra safety down to kind of help out the linebacking core, they're not going to be able to defend the pass anymore. And if anything, they're just probably going to be able to defend the flat. So, you know, I think if you're looking at that, his numbers did not slip. And the only thing I would say about Eric Reed is that the only time he has been able to produce is when he hasn't been on the field. And that's just only been the one knock on Eric Reed is that he uh, he's kind of somewhat of injury prone. But I mean, when he's on the field, he produces. But like you said, when you got different defensive schemes and they're bringing him down, um, to help out with the linebacking core. He's playing in, an, like, it's basically an additional linebacker, a hybrid. So, you know, you're asking him to do something that he's probably never done in his career before. So, of course, his numbers are going to slip. And not only that, it's something that's just not natural for him to be floating around um, 
as one of the front seven defenders on the defensive side of the ball. So um, it's going to be definitely interesting to see because Carolina Panthers already have some, you know, a very, very good defense. Um, they have a bye week this weekend, so it gives them time to get acclimated with the team, their schemes, and how they want to use him. So, um, like I said, I'm very, very happy that he got signed. And um, I guess I'm about to flip this back to you. Does this open the door for Colin Kaepernick if he wants to still continue playing football? Because I still think that he should not play. He shouldn't go back to the NFL. But, you know, there's been grumbling saying that um, he's still looking good. He's still prepping as if he wants to play still. But um, being the fact that he's the first guy that did it, I think that it's just best for him not to play. But, you know, there has been, you know, grumblings from his lawyer saying that, uh, you know, possibly the Oakland Raiders or the New England Patriots uh, may reach out to him. But um, I, for for one, don't see him going to the New England Patriots at all. And then two, um, I just don't think it's it's best for – it's not a best business practice for him not to step back on the field. What do you think about that? No, I don't think that Colin Kaepernick should ever step back on the field. I think mm-hmm. that he's doing some great work off the field. I know that it still may be in his heart. He still may have the passion for the game, but at this point – he he should just go ahead and fin- and continue doing what he's doing. I mean, he has a uh, his name is as high as it would be if he was a the star quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. And so he's if he goes back to the NFL, he leaves himself open for scrutiny. They're going to mm-hmm. scrutinize him. He'll be seen as a hypocrite from the the fans and the media on some aspects, um, especially from the African American community. Definitely. But on the other side, he's been out of football for almost two years, so that's a long time to be out of football and then try to come back and play at a top level in the game. Yeah. Nobody. Hey, look, he's not Adrian Peterson. That's the only guy I know. <laughs> I think he's definitely going to retire. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that, you know, it's just best for him to kind of just chill out, sit on the side and just keep doing what it is that he's doing. Cause I think his greater calling is bigger than football at this point. So I'm um, Colin, you know, if you are listening, I hope you are, you know, just keep doing your thing, man. We all support you and what you're doing, man. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, you know, it's it's your your calling is greater than football at this point. But one thing and I'm just going to wrap it up and then we'll move on to our next subject. Um, if Eric Reed performs this year at a high level, do you think he gets signed to a multi year level, multi year deal now that he's back in the NFL? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, so. I, think yeah I think so. I, I think that he will. Yeah, I think if he does a, a, a you know, a, a upper middle class job, I think he's going to get signed and he'll get signed to a multi-year deal. So, you know, I think there's thir- 13 games left for him to produce. So that's plenty of time to him, plenty of time for him to, uh, you know, perform at a high level. And I think with Carolina signing in, into this bye week, it definitely helps him out. And, you know, I'm assuming that he's in somewhat football shape. So, um, you know, it will be definitely interesting to see. But like you said, I'm definitely, definitely happy to see him back on the field and, you know, um, I think it's our due diligence to announce that because I think just due to the fact that all the media press yesterday went to um, certain certain subjects, I don't think this man got his due diligence. So I think it's our job to make sure that, you know, we definitely do our big star salutes to uh, people that are doing great things as opposed to circuses that are happening in our nation's capital. And with that being said, um, another instance happened yesterday, or not yesterday, but the day before yesterday on Wednesday is that I... I'm somewhat torn on this uh, on this subject, and you know I had to do a lot of research. I reached out to a lot of different people, all different demographics, and um, I, I finally decided to speak up on it. And that is the sentencing of Bill Cosby. Um, Dr. Cosby was sentenced to three to ten years in a state prison for uh, some sexual assault as well as rape cases that were 
he committed back, I would say about 30 years ago to over 60 women. Um, and now he is serving time in a federal prison. Um, BB, when I first, you know, thought about this, you know, I, I got to thinking is this like, you know, is the system, is this, is the, uh, did they, did they, did the uh, judge or the jury get it right by sentencing him to three to 10 years in a prison as opposed to why they didn't get house arrest? Um, you know, and I, I went back and forth with a lot of different people, man. And, you know, I'm, I'm still torn on it. I, I don't know if he should be in prison. I definitely think that he deserves some type. He, he did. I, I do think he did the, these, these heinous acts, but I don't know that a man who's practically, you know, almost dead at this point, should he have done prison? Should he have done, gone to like a, should he have gotten only house arrest or um, <clears throat> maybe not even served any jail time? What was your take on that, man? Because I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around this. So here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm torn between this two because, you know, from what I read and what I researched, I, I do believe that he committed some of these acts back mm-hmm. in the day. But also, you know, you also got to p- place the, you know, back in the time frame of where drugs just flow freely. So I don't know if, you know, I, I, I'm not here to say one way or the other because it, it's baffling. And it's confusing to me, too, man. I'm like reading some of that stuff like some of those cases i read about i think that he may have done it some of them, mm-hmm. i think it was consensual and they just want to hang out and party with bill cosby so you know to bring it up now and um and you know and to sentence him my 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 problem is is that if you're going to give a a rapist like brock turner six months and he only has to do three years i mean three you give him six months sentence and he only has to do three months and gets off on you know good behavior mm-hmm. then, and you're saying because you know it would have ruined his life and blase this and blase that then what do you what is that to say about bill cosby i mean he mm-hmm. he's an 80 80 plus year old male mm-hmm. i mean it's not he like he's gonna do anymore and and none of the things that he's done no, none of his character um none of the things that he's done his character doesn't come into play i'm not saying that bill cosby should have got off mm-hmm. for, the That's crime, what yeah. mm-hmm. for the crimes that he committed but mm-hmm. I do think that they could have done a better job by not placing him, you know, in jail. There are a lot of there are a lot of uh, if you go back and you look at a lot of cases there for the exact same thing. These people didn't get that amount of time. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, Bill Bill is going to he's going to die in jail. So I can't I, I'm not and I don't want to discount the fact uh, of the victims. I don't want to take away from, you know, what, what the victims went through <laughs> by the same token. I'm like. There could have been like another alternate way for them to, you know, to punish him outside of the the three years. Yeah, I definitely think I definitely think that maybe a house arrest uh, would have been would have been sufficient enough. Um, like you said, I think one thing that um, we're kind of taking taking like not in serious enough is you know the victims, and you know it takes a lot of courage to finally step up and come out of the you know come out and finally say you know what happened and. You know, not to mention that could be that could be your sister, that could be your auntie, that could be your you know your cousin or anything like that. And you know, if that was one of your family members, you know, you, you got to take that in. You know, how would you feel if they they did that? You know, or they finally had the courage to step up? Because I'm going to say it's the courage. You know, they they wanted to finally say something in it, and you got you you can't do nothing but respect that man. But um, my uh, my uh, one thing that I I, I had a, a interesting conversation with a good friend of mine is that. Um, you know, I was kind of torn on it. For, and like I said, I'm still torn on it. But uh, I asked him this question because he brought up that, you know, imagine if this would have happened back in the 80s at the peak of Bill Cosby's career. 
and what what is what is a flying you know how how that would have happened you know after all the greater good that he's done for the HBCUs as far as the black community goes with all his TV shows and everything he had his hands in how much of a stain would that have been and my only answer to that was well now yes our I think our generation uh, BB will remember what Bill Cosby has done but if we have kids in the younger generation that we are you know are going through going through the lessons of life now, I don't think they're going to be remembering Bill Cosby as this, you know, great humanitarian that has done, you know, so many good things in our community. I think that one stain of, you know, he went to jail for a, you know, for numerous sexual assaults as well as rape cases. I think that's going to be the stain. Do you think that this will tarnish Bill Cosby's legacy and everything that he's done for the black community almost kind of gets wiped away? Because my answer is yes. I don't think that, I don't think that, uh, and that was just my only thing is that, yes, he, he know, he, I think he does deserve to go to jail or he does deserve to do some type of uh, corrective time for this. But I think that everything that he's done is going to be tarnished and you just can't even look back at everything that he's done as a good as a good human being. That was just my only personal thing that I could bring into that. Yeah, he's uh, it's done, bro. I mean, you, you look at at the. Uh, yesterday, when they had the um, uh, when they had the the hearing Kavanaugh. with the Senate, mm-hmm. yeah, with Kavanaugh and Dr. Ford and and Lindsey Graham at the mm-hmm. and afterwards brought up the fact that you know I'm no you know he's no Bill Cosby saying about Kavanaugh is no Bill Cosby and even Kavanaugh made made reference to Bill Cosby and so mm-hmm. that's how it's going to be remembered now, man. No matter how many Cosby Show episodes we watch, no matter how many times we watch Fat Albert, mm-hmm. he's going to be remembered. I mean, even different world. He's going to be remembered as Bill Cosby, the rapist man, and and that's that's sad because there are a lot of people that, that in our society right now that are walking around. Famous people have committed crimes, and they're not labeled as such. Yeah. So I, that's the my only thing. If you're gonna call it fade, it's fade. You know, Harvey Weinstein, somebody that comes into my mind right now. Um, you know, he, you know, if you're gonna do the, what you're gonna do to Bill Cosby, I want to see it across the board. So. I think with that being said, BB, you know, I think you and I are, you know, we're on the same page as that. I think we both think he's guilty, but I definitely think that if something's, if you're going to do this to Bill Cosby, let's just call it spade a spade and do this across the board, you know? Yep, exactly, bro. Uh, Yeah, all right. So, um, yeah, with that being said, man, I think it was just our due diligence to bring this up. Um, Definitely, you know, we have the platform. We're we're doing things ourselves. So I know we wanted to... bring it up and talk about this, but uh, we'll definitely get back to, you know, somewhat of a lighter mood uh, coming up late to the latter part of this weekend. And we'll actually get to go into a deeper dive in uh, what we do best, baby. Amen, bro. Yeah. So before we do, yeah, before we do anything, let's just go ahead and somewhere they can find us. Uh, My name is Eric Compton. You can find me at Instagram at money Compton and then also Facebook at Eric Compton. And then you can also email the show with your current uh, comments and concerns at Sports Business. That's S P O R T Z B I Z N E S S at gmail.com. And, you know, I can't do this without you, but uh, my brother, tell them where they can find you at BB. Hey, you can find me at Big Star Sports. That's with a Z on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can find me at Brian Bearfield on uh, Facebook. And you can find me. Um, Every day, every Monday through Friday, excuse me, from 3 to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Sports Talk with Big Sarge on the legendary KYLK and the all-new 92.3 FM, www.kylkradio.org if you want to listen online. Well, with that being said, man, we done did everything we need to do, man. Let's go out here and just drive some races. Have a great day, y'all.
All right, brother. Have a good one, man. You the same, man. Y'all have a good day out there, man.